You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Buenos dias. Good morning, everybody. Uh, this is the first of the early morning broadcasts. And um, I'm actually going to pick up today right where uh, we left off. Um, got a great response yesterday from the message uh, talking about fear. Uh, the title was 365 Days. And, uh, you know, there's there's actually a pretty widespread response to it. And obviously something that is incredibly important to us right now uh, with all that we're seeing on the news and the spread. Uh, this is most of us. Uh, if, uh, actually, all of us, our first time going through a pandemic. Um, and uh, it's a pretty intense thing. You know, the news, every news station all the time are talking about it. And um, it definitely strikes a chord of fear. And there's a lot of different responses. So today I want to talk about the, the uh, a Christian response or a spiritual response to something as huge as this. You know, we... We're, we're, we're getting an influx of news and it's happening all over the world. Um, the, the levels or numbers are climbing daily. And, and some of us, it's in some countries, it, it's just, it's outrageous. Um, and even in certain cities. So proper Christian response, what is acting on faith? A bold versus being cautious. And it's interesting because uh, I think we are kind of wrestling with this. Some of us want to be cautious, but we want to make sure we're doing the right thing. Uh, do we not have meetings? Do we not get together? Do we not spend time with others? Or is acting on faith going out there and and casting aside our fears and and you know throwing caution to the wind? Um, and is it in all things we should first inquire of the Lord, right? We should first go to the Scriptures and see. What guides us along? Um, I came across this one proverb. Actually, uh, I saw it on Facebook. Ambrigitte Talford posted it. Thought a lot about it because uh, my first instinct was to deal with the fear. But um, like many things, there's a balance between fear, uh, courage, love, wisdom. There's always a balance. It's Proverbs 22.3. And... Uh, the proverb is the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Um, it's pretty straightforward. There's no way to mix that up. Is is wisdom dictates we 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 act wisely. We take caution. We be careful. We take refuge in this instance. Um, and uh, you know he's pretty. It's pretty slamming the simple or sometimes translated the fool, just keeps going and pays the penalty. Doesn't think about uh, being cautious. Doesn't think about being careful. Um, it's a great proverb. It's a great proverb to memorize and probably share with others right now. Um, there is another scripture, Romans 13, 1, says, uh, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. And, of course, that's a pretty uh, straightforward directive of we need to obey the authorities. And we're being asked right now to not gather in large groups. We're being asked to slow down 
the uh, spread of this virus. And probably what, what what's key to me personally is that this is an act of love. This is not an act of, of faith over fear. This is an act of caring about others. Um, although I may not be in immediate danger, uh, there are others that I do come in contact that would be. So I can't just not worry about myself getting sick because I might get other people sick. Um, and many of us who are young and healthy uh, have grandparents at home or come in contact with elderly or come in contact with people who are dealing with other illnesses and makes them vulnerable. And you may not even know it. So uh, this is really a call to to be thoughtful of others and, and to care about others. So I think obeying the recommendations, of course, there's just this scripture just lays it out straightforward. Obey the authorities. They're instituted by God. We need to obey. But the other one that I just read about being prudent, you know, it's it's also it's it's being thoughtful. It's being uh, careful in what we do and and how we conduct ourselves that we do impact others and we do make a difference. And and we need to be thinking about that as well as the people in our churches, the people that we fellowship with, that they may have other concerns. So sometimes it's not so easy to just know, well, do do I march out there fearlessly and share my faith and reach out and not worry about whether I catch it or not? Or do I stay home and uh, figure out other ways to reach out and strengthen people? You know, uh, there, there there's a classic scripture in Ecclesiastes 3 where he talks about there's a time for everything. There's a time and a reason and a season actually for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear down and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. You know, God, he's kind of spelling out how the different times will call for different responses and different actions. Uh, One of the classic scenarios I think of is um, in Numbers 25 when the Israelites were committing adultery with the Moabite women. And there's that classic scene where where, uh, where one of the Israelites goes into his tent with a Moabite woman to commit adultery. And Phinehas, one of the great heroes in the Old Testament, he grabs a spear and drives it through them. And, and because of his zeal for the Lord, the plague was stopped. Um, and he dealt with the adultery in a very radical way. And I think a lot of, especially those of us who are younger, we're like, yeah, deal with it radically. And the plague was stopped. And yet, uh, I think of another situation of a woman uh, caught in adultery. Actually, it was two people, but they only bring forth the woman. And this time it's Jesus. And his response is very different. Jesus doesn't grab a spear and drive it through them. He actually... 
uh, defends the woman, stands up for her. And that's that classic scene when they're all standing there with the rocks in their hands ready to stone her. And he says, you without sin cast the first stone. And what a what a what an incredible example of grace and mercy. And you think, well, wait a second. So God rewarded righteous indignation over here at this time. But over here, he stands up and defends the sinner with grace and mercy and kindness. And he does tell her to stop sinning. But what a what a radically different way to deal with sin in this situation. And I think that's that's kind of the point is knowing when and what to do in different situations. When is it that you apply love? When is it that you apply righteous indignation? indignation? When does wisdom dictate one action over another? And of course, a lot of it is context. A lot of it is, is what's the impact and and, you know, these things we have to pray about. I mean, if if this pandemic virus was a minor thing, then, yeah, maybe it would have been best to just be out there, disregard, throw caution to the wind. But it's not. It's a very serious thing, and people are dying. And 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 it, it what we do will affect many people around us. So it is a time to be prudent, to be cautious to be careful um you know even jesus uh defended some of his actions in ways that you might not think one another classic scene is in matthew chapter four um this is we read about when uh when the devil was tempting jesus when satan was going after him and trying to get him to fall and he's questioning who he is and he's questioning his role and trying trying to get him to second guess himself but the one in, in verse five says, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. You know, I love this scene because, first of all, you know, Satan's going after Jesus, and of course, it's early in his ministry, and 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 he's been fasting, he's tired, he's worn down, and you know, this is Satan's always waiting for the opportune time. He's going to come after us when we're afraid, when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're tired. Um, he's coming after he's coming after Jesus, and surely if he'll come after Jesus, he'll come after you and I. Um, if he's not afraid of attacking Jesus, he's certainly not afraid of attacking, attacking you or I. Um, he comes after him and he doesn't just try to throw temptation at him. He even quotes scripture to him. He even, even well, actually he misquotes it, which, okay, there's a, there's a problem right there. But um, he quotes scripture. And of course, how does Jesus defend himself with scripture? And what's really important here is what does he say with the scripture? Do not put the Lord your God to the test. In other words, just because God is working on my behalf and God is protecting me, just because God is uh, is is loves me and is trying to keep me safe, doesn't mean I should go and test that love or go and test those promises. 
That's not my place. And that is not wisdom. That is not humility. And that is certainly not right. And Jesus wouldn't fall for that trap. Um, of course, he's, he's, he's quoting Psalm 91, which is a beautiful psalm. And I think a good, a good time right now to read Psalm 91. He says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that strikes in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near you, near your tent. For he will command the angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. And by the way, that's the scripture that that uh, Jesus was quoting. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is the psalm that Jesus is quoting. And it's a, it's a rather long psalm, but you know Jesus knew his scripture and Jesus knew how to defend himself with scripture. And this scripture was specifically talking about him. We have many scriptures that we're able to turn to, we're able to rely on. Um, I think uh, one that I think would be a great scripture right now to memorize, and, and I want to give you that challenge to 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 memorize Psalm 23. Uh, it's a classic scripture. Certainly has helped me in times when I've been, gone through difficult times or times of fear or times of struggle. Um, it's a beautiful psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I mean, what a great start right there. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack no thing or nothing. He says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul and he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I mean, it's a great scripture to pray in the mornings. It's this great scripture to quote. I, I would recommend you, you write it on a little three by five card or even just a piece of paper, put it in your pocket and throughout the day, read it, read it, memorize it. 
And, uh, and it's a great scripture to share with somebody. Ask somebody you work with or ask somebody that your neighbor or something, just give to them saying, help me memorize my scripture and, and, and go over it with them. Uh, people, people are, are hurting right now. People are, are scared. People are nervous. People are anxious. And uh, what a great time to focus on God and draw strength. And, and you know, we have to be prudent if we don't need to be out there in crowds, if we don't need to be out there mixing it up with people, then don't, you know, be wise, be careful. Um, we want to be healthy. We want everybody to be safe. And who knows, we may need to be uh, helping other people in our own congregations or our own neighborhoods, but uh, we want to be the best that we can be. We want to be prudent. We want to be wise. So that's our, that's our thought for this morning. That's our scriptures for today. Take the challenge. Memorize Psalm 23. God bless you and uh, have a great day today. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 